Welcome to Talking Toonies, where average people talk about average money concepts with the hopes of creating a not-so-average financial future for you, the listener. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 12. I'm your host, Nick, and today I am joined by a listener who is at that whole starting to adult stage of her life, working a good job, paying for stuff, and really generally starting to think about figuring out her money. Talking Toonies is sponsored by Sunrise Credit Union, a financial institute in southwestern Manitoba, owned by the people it serves. Awesome people helping awesome people achieve their financial goals. Our guest today is my friend Brady Skinner. Welcome to Talking Toonies, Brady. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is awesome. Brady and I are friends and colleagues at a French immersion school here in Brandon, Manitoba. Uh, Brady is currently a grade seven teacher here, so she's making a good living. Yes, Canadian teachers are paid okay. Um, And she also has a pension that we pay into every month. A pension meaning she'll get money every month when she retires. So she's in an awesome scenario. We chat about money on and off. Thought I'd bring her on to kind of highlight that being young with money kind of thing. And I think we want to figure out our money, don't we, Brady? Yeah, definitely. I've really enjoyed our conversations in the hallways. And also, I know that starting to save and invest as young as possible is like a huge advantage. So I'm definitely motivated to do so. That's so good. I love that. And I hope by the end of this episode, maybe we have like a little bit more of a plan and the listeners out there maybe benefit from listening to your scenario. And before we started, I looked at our kind of demographics of who is listening to Talking Toonies. And it was under 15% of the listeners. The listeners are actually under age 28. So not many people are listening that are super young. And there's lots of reasons for that, right? You're busy. You don't have a career yet, all those things. But I certainly love what you said there. Starting young with money, if you can, is so great. And congratulations, because I know you're already doing that, which is awesome. You've started saving. You've started investing. And that's wonderful because starting early is huge. And I can prove it, Brady. I can prove it. If you start investing at age 25 and you invest $500 a month to the age of 35, so that's 10 years at 7% return, that's the return on the investment. We've talked about that in past episodes. You'd have $83,000. But then you do nothing again for 25 years. Like you don't put in any more money, keep that 83 grand. And 25 years from then, you would have $440,000. Wow. So basically you and your partner maybe do that each and you've got about a million bucks. That's all about just starting early. It's huge, it's huge, it's huge. So and if you did that and then kept investing, let's say you did 500 bucks a month, 7% interest return from 25 to 55, you'd have nearly $600,000 by the time you retire. Um, But more importantly, Brady, I don't know, we're just going to kind of have a conversation of like how this is going to look when it comes to what you do with your money, where does it go, all those things. And I think it does come down to the fundamentals. I always tell people, track your money, which is you don't have to do every day of the year, but see where it goes, write it down. uh, And then you kind of do have to form a budget, not overspending in areas. The biggest thing is always living below your means, paying off debt, as quick as you can and avoiding going into debt if possible and the whole concept of paying yourself first which means you are paid and that money goes into your investments 
and then you can live. And then we invest, invest, invest. And I know we have episodes about our baskets, our tax-free savings, and our RSP. So check those out. And we definitely have investments of the eggs, or sorry, episodes on the eggs. And those are the eggs that we put into the basket. Those are things like stocks and ETFs. So I'll start with this, Brady. What do you want money for? It's that whole like, what What are we doing this for? What do you want? Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. I guess for me, it's all about the long-term goal, like mm-hmm. retirement, obviously. My parents have a great retirement, so I'd like to do something like them. Um, but also having money for the short-term trips, going out with friends. I'm at the age where a lot of my friends have weddings coming yep. up, so it's a pretty expensive time. But yeah. making sure that I'm also saving and can enjoy life right now too. Yeah, and – I don't know. I think that's perfect balance, right? I, I wouldn't sit here and say like, Brady, go without, do nothing so that one day you can have two and a half million dollars. Well, I don't, you can't guarantee that one day. Who knows what's going to happen? And yeah, I don't know. I think you're right about that of the long-term goal, take care of it, but then also know that you're going to enjoy your youth. And how old are you? Uh, just turned 26. Oh, okay. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We are young, which is awesome. I'm I'm happy for you. And I think there's going to be lots of good years ahead. What do you have an urge to spend your money on? Do you have any like things that are you're like, oh, I know I shouldn't do this because we all do. So do you have a money weakness? That's the way I want to put it. <laughs> yeah, like I love going out and like socializing with friends. So that's mm-hmm. definitely something that I spend quite a bit of money on. And it's like experiences. So yep. I kind of justify it that way in my mind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely on and off, I have like money weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so lucky I lived at home throughout university. So I had a lot more like play with money, if that makes sense. Yep. Oh, totally. Um, but now that I've moved out, like I'm paying all the bills, yep. like still paying off my new car yep. that I bought in 2017. Yep. Um, I think I'm definitely better at like allocating funds, Yep. but definitely go through periods where I have weaknesses with clothes and going mm-hmm. out with friends. Mm-hmm. I like to go on trips, stuff yeah, like that. You know, but I- I think that would be an average thing that 20-year-olds would say. Yeah, right? definitely. You're experiencing, you have a good job, you're paid well. And I know you're a type of person, you work at nights too, right? Like mm-hmm. you bring in the cash, like you're doing really well with it. And the thing is, you want to enjoy these times. So I don't think, I think, feel no guilt about that. But I would say to 20-sums, if you're doing that and it's ruining your future, if you can't save for the future, if you're not investing in your future, just because you're going out, you're doing the thing, you're buying the outfit, you're going on a trip, then that's where it's like, oh man, you've got an opportunity to sort of balance your life and do both, right? And going out is an expensive thing, especially in Canada. Like it's not cheap to go out and have a good time. Um, Over the pandemic, did you save a lot of cash then or how did that feel? Did you kind of put it somewhere else? Were you kind of like, you know, like some people saved a lot of money in this whole lockdown thing. Were you like a saver during those times or how'd you feel? A little bit of both. Um, I was still in university when COVID first hit. So my first teaching career was, um, it hit in March and I didn't start teaching until September. Okay. Um, So I didn't work at all that summer, which I normally would have worked a full-time job for the city. Yeah. But on the other hand, I was supposed to go to Florida with a couple girlfriends and that didn't happen. And so I think it was a bit of both, but. Yeah. I like to say, don't waste your youth, like enjoy your youth. Just don't, as I say, ruin your future. Um, and then you'll start making more money and more money and more money as your years go on, right? And that's when you kind of get in trouble of, do you do young people just take on more debt? Did they buy the big house? 
Did they upgrade the car right away? And those things we want to we want to avoid. Mm-hmm. Avoid those things. I think the majority of us can't have it all. And if you're listening to this and you're making huge dollars and you can do it all, great. But this is for average people, right? Average incomes, wanting a not so average financial future. So our money can only go so far. So as you said, I heard the word like travel and kind of socializing. Great. I would suggest to you keep that car then. You know what I mean? We don't want to then upgrade and have another payment, do those things. You want to enjoy that, keep enjoying that, but make sure you kind of find that money in other places. I also like to kind of talk about the investing part is so important. We want our money to work, but we got to get to the point of putting money into something. So if you're just living right to the end, then we might want to say, okay, I got to cut down on something or I need to increase my income. One of the best ways to increase your income is investing in yourself, ways to move up career-wise or a side hustle. So do you, I know you kind of have a little bit of both there, don't you? Yeah. So I'm a teacher during the day and I do work a serving job at night. Awesome. Um, And then I was teaching a course for the city of Brandon for a couple of weeks, which was nice. Um, But in terms of like investing in yourself, I've applied to my master's. So Awesome. In like the short term, again, it costs about, I don't know, like $10,000 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But in the long run of my life and clear career, sorry, yeah, it'll be huge. That is so good. So, and that is the, the people, young people use the word side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not this online Instagram side hustle. It's not always like that. No, it's like serving at night. It's the real deal stuff, yeah, right? Totally. You serve, you're on your feet, you're saving those tips and you're teaching a course at night. You're doing all these extra things. And that has increased your income. Mm-hmm, so you has. probably have, you're probably very comfortable going out and not worrying about paying your bills. Yeah. Which is sure. awesome. Good for you. And I believe in the master's degree too, if you're ever in education or public work or whatnot, because yeah, it costs money, but then they just pay you more money. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not magically more money. We know that, but little bits and little bits and little bits really add up. And then by the time you are older, you're going to be making a really decent income in education. So that's cool. I love that. Now, also then when it comes to making your money work investment-wise, young people, I don't know, maybe chase those kind of really flashy aspects of chasing the return. This could be meme stocks, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. My whole thing is I believe young people need more capital than returns, meaning we want young people to be investing consistently so you have a larger chunk of money working for you. If you put, let's say, a, a couple hundred bucks in a really hot stock and it makes 100%, it doubles. Well, if you put 100 bucks in, well, you have 200 bucks. So you just made 100 bucks. It's not going to really tip the scales. Mm-hmm. We want consistent, bigger amounts going in over time. Um And don't chase the hot things, okay? Don't chase the shiny things because if you do swing for the fences all the time, yeah, you might hit a couple home runs, but you're going to strike out on the other ones. So I always say if if you're young and you're listening to this, 5% of the money you're investing can be in speculative areas. Only 5%. Some people say 10. Okay, fine. I might bend to 10%, but you want a solid base. Solid bases to me are exchange-traded funds, um, whole market ETFs where we've kind of chatted about this in previous episodes, buy them, hold them, do nothing with them until the end. And you were kind of talking about your tax-free savings account, weren't you? Yeah, I just opened it a couple months ago. Aha, I yes. Yeah, I had a couple, one of my girlfriends in Winnipeg, um, her and her boyfriend are really into well, simple trade. Yep. And yep. so she kind of convinced me to do it and my dad was really big into stock market stuff as well awesome so yeah so i'm in my tfsa with well simple and i've invested into 
some stocks. So I send the stocks to my dad and he like evaluates them for me and it's awesome. kind of funny, but yeah. So you're into it. And then I would suggest, I know I've kind of bugged you about this before, yeah. buy the whole market, right? You like the American right. stocks, then buy your VSP as it's called, look it up in the ETF. And then you hold a little bit of every stock and you don't have to be playing that pick it, think game. Yeah, You've definitely. got the whole market. And I love that. You kind of made it automatic, right? So mm -hmm. it's every month, boom, every month, boom, every month. And honestly, I would say after you've done that, maybe you're working on, we've said before, an emergency account, then whatever's left in the like, bank account, live your life. Mm -hmm. enjoy, enjoy enjoy your life because you're doing the things necessary. You're paying yourself first, which is so awesome. So thanks. You're doing so, so good. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So then looking back and like reflecting on your own 20s, yeah. what was the best thing you did? Oh, God. I'm 38. so almost 39. Um, I Okay. The... The big thing was learning. You know, I was a big find the books, go online, just kind of self-taught this way. Um, and I would talk to anyone about money. Like, I'm not kidding you. I was working in Southeast Asia, Singapore. I remember we went to this gas station and had a very fancy uh, car wash. This car pulls out. And it was a Ferrari, like very new, very red, very fancy. And the guy's standing by it and the young kids are washing his Ferrari. And I would just go up to him and I'd say like, what's up? Like, how do you do this? And all my friends are like, what are you doing? You know, I was like, no, like, well, how do, isn't it funny? Like we, how do you expect to learn? Mm -hmm. Right. We, I learned from people that have more money than me mm -hmm. that are more successful, if you will, financially. So I was just like, what's up? Like, how did you afford this? And he turned and he said, you see those buildings over there? And there was about two fairly large downtown buildings. He's like, I own those. <laughs> I was like, okay. And the dude wasn't working. It was like in the afternoon somewhere, right? And I kind of got that. I was 21 at the time. I kind of got that thing in my head, like that moment. I can see his face still. It's really interesting. And I was like, okay. So, and I proceeded to kind of do some rental properties and whatnot. Maybe not just off that experience, but learning, right? I was also very aware of people and listening to people complain about their monies. You know, people always saying, I can't get ahead. I'm broke and all those things. So I kind of watched that. I kind of was just a learner, I guess. And then living well below my means, whatever I made, I was more money or less money, always saving and investing first and just never stretching it, right? Just always trying to save as much as I could. So yeah, I don't know. I, it was definitely the learning thing. Keep learning. I made lots of mistakes. I would buy individual stocks that I had no idea about and watch them crash and burn. And I just like, I had no idea, but that was part of the learning too. And I've kept those. I actually keep those mistakes on my account. So I see them every day I sign in, hmm. I see them and I'm like, okay, I got to do better. And, but when you're young, you can kind of take a few more risks, right? Yeah. I also bought a luxury car after I was done working. I bought a luxury car and then basically I would just end up fixing it every six to eight months. It didn't work well and it was painful to fix. It was so expensive. So yeah, I now drive a Honda. So reliable. <laughs> and you drive a Honda I as do well. Drive a Honda. And I won't drive anything but probably a Honda or a Toyota because I've learned my lesson <laughs> when it comes to those kind of things. And again, I did in my 20s because, you know, whatever, you know how it is. So don't do what I did. Yeah. Buy the Honda, keep the Honda, keep learning and keep doing your thing. So Brady, here's your assignment for the week, the month, all you listeners out there. If you're in your 20s, please track your money. Form a sort of budget. But like Brady has shown us, pay yourself first. Set up that automatic, boom, into your RSP, into your tax-free savings, somewhere, savings, emergency fund, wherever it is, it's gone. Keep the investments simple as possible. I love ETFs and making it automatic, just like Brady's doing. 
Enjoy your youth, but never at the expense of your future. Take the trip, but only if it's paid for in full. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be like, oh, yeah, I'll pay for it in four years from now. Definitely. Because you won't, and you'll take another trip. Yeah. And man, getting behind on those credit cards, getting behind on payments, compounding interest works the same way with debt. Mm -hmm. It just adds up, and then you pay it on that, and you can really get in a hole when your 20s are hard, they're tough, you're figuring life out. But if you can sort these sort of steps out, like you are at what, 26? Yeah. Holy smokes, you're gonna you're gonna fly. So and um I say to normal people like me and you that, you know, I'm not making four hundred thousand dollars a year, I find a spot in your financial life where you can get ahead. What I mean by that is keep the car for as long as you can. Uh yeah, you can afford this amount of house, buy a little bit less, and just maybe keep that side hustle or something going for as long as you can. Keep learning, stay hungry, never be satisfied, you know, keep, keep going with this financial journey. Cause I think you're, you're really on the track and I hope uh, on the track of success. And I hope some listeners out there can kind of, uh, you've encouraged them to, uh, to keep going and to make it a priority. Right. So thank you, Brady, so much for joining Talking Toonies this week. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe, rate us five stars, and tune in next time as we continue to take real steps to improve your financial future. If you have a topic idea you want covered or a question you want answered, please email us at talkingtoonies at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Talking Toonies is for educational purposes only. Thank you for tuning in.